mobile business news 24 hours a day at Bloomberg.com, the Radio Plus mobile app, and on your radio. This is a Bloomberg Business Flash. From Bloomberg World Headquarters, I'm Charlie Pellet. down Friday, an up month for the month of May. The S&P 500 index did advance by 1.2%. Today, we saw the S&P fall a point to 2411, down about one-tenth of one percent. Dow Industrials also down one-tenth of one percent, slumping 20 points to 21,008. NASDAQ down four to 61.98, down one-tenth of one percent. The 10-year up 132nd with the yield of 2.21 percent. Gold higher by six dollars the ounce to 12.68, up five-tenths of one percent. And West Texas Intermediate crude down a dollar 35 a barrel to 48.31, down 2.7 percent. I'm Charlie Pellet, and that's a Bloomberg Business Flash. Thank you very much, Charlie Pellet. You're listening to Bloomberg Markets on Bloomberg Radio. It wasn't it. My current Boros joins us right now. Get a prediction about the song. Because we're going to talk about cars.com. And, but no, that wasn't your prediction. What was your prediction? It had to be drive by the cars, but I was wrong. You know, for a Boston-born producer, Paul Brennan really doesn't go to the cars too often. I don't know what's up with that. We definitely need more cars. We also need more Mike Forhouse. Glad to have you. Talk to me about this story of cars.com. Well, this story is one of those uh, overnight successes that took 20 years. So 20 years ago, uh, Knight Ritter, Tribune, Washington Post, a couple of the Gannett, all formed something called Cars.com, tiny little company trying to get auto dealerships to spend money advertising their cars with them and Tomorrow, they will be trading on the New York Stock Exchange, and they're a $600 million company, and they're an overnight success that took 20 years. Yeah, well, to that, I mean, you know, the the, the advertisement from car dealers was is the life's bread of, of uh, small TV stations and, and, and uh, newspapers. And as that move has moved to the Internet, uh, that those kind of searches aren't happening as much, or those kind of advertising papers aren't happening as much. How has Cars.com grown? Cars.com has grown, I mean, just uh, in EBITDA alone in the last three years, 45% year over year. So it's huge, right? Because now they've got scale. So now that there were 20,000 dealers, and by the way, AutoTrader, just out of fairness here, is the yeah. other big boy in this right. industry, and there's still a ton more money to, to go. There's still a bunch of money at TV stations still to go over to the Internet and over to digital video. I watched that uh, here locally play out when uh, NBC's affiliate, uh, they, they, they gave their San Francisco affiliate, picked up an, uh, a San Jose-based affiliate and expanded the wattage. But the problem was they had all these small dealers down in like San Jose and so on that really just wanted the, the local audience, didn't want to have to pay for everyone to reach them up, up in Petaluma and, 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 and beyond. And, and uh, they actually lost some of that business. It's, it's, a, it's a very interesting small business in terms of the advertising business. Is, is that the principal source of revenue for Cars.com? Uh, it is dealerships for sure. Now, a lot of these dealerships have gotten bigger and bigger. You have these nationwide auto dealerships. Um, a lot of them are now, you know, 10, 20 dealerships. But it's still a mom-and-pop business, more of a pop business right. and a son-and-daughter business. And that's kind of what's gotten the Internet so deeply into the auto industry is all these auto dealers who are old guys like me have younger sons and daughters pushing the Internet and helping them understand how millennials are shopping and the dads are capitulating and picking up new ways of advertising. Now, why is the spinoff happening now? Well, I think the spinoff, that's a great question. And if you dig into it a little bit, See, you'll that's also- my job. That's your job. And uh, when you dig into it, there's also a $600 million payment being made by Cars.com to Tegna, which is the old Gannett 
right. sans newspapers. So you've got the TV stations. And I, they pulled all the other owners together a couple of years ago and took it entirely within Gannett, their major shareholder and career builder. And I think this is a time where they figured they could get some good money out of this. They're going to clear $600 million plus what they've made all these years. So is, is the $600 million structured as debt? They're borrowing yeah, some of Cars.com. Some of it will be debt from Cars.com, but it'll be like a one-time dividend paid off to uh, to Tegna. So they had the, the subsidiary borrow money from the parent, and the parent is owed the money. So in the IPO, they're actually not selling the stock. They're just getting the debt repaid. Oh, well, actually, and I didn't know this existed, and I've talked about a lot of IPOs. They're actually not technically an IPO because they're a spinoff from a public company. Right. So they're actually just being listed, and it's literally just an activity that occurs overnight. So we'll call it initial public offer. We'll call it a new listing. A new listing. But but it, but is, is that structure I'm describing correct? Where, they, where it's kind of like a private equity deal where they'll they'll saddle the company with debt. The IPO happens, and rather than having the uh, the the parent, the, 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 whether it's in this case Gannett or, or in other cases the private equity company, the selling shares and the offering, say no, they're just repaying the use of proceeds to be repaying debt. But it has the same effect, moving the money from the the new listing pocket to the uh, former parent's pocket. Well, Tegna wanted a return on all the capital they laid out to buy out the other newspapers, and it does show in this case that the last man standing did pretty well. By the way, they've been reasonable with this. This is not P.E. land where they're really question, you know, calling into question the ability to operate the company by putting on so much debt. It's a fair amount of debt. And it's, you, uh, you mentioned EBITDA, so like it must be a profitable business. Yeah, very much so. Um, uh, the why also isn't just about why for this company. There's also the why for this market. What, what does this tell us about the IPO market, the state of the IPO market, uh, uh, particularly for an offering like Cars.com? Well, I think this definitely shows that people want real companies. They want big companies with lots of revenue, with good uh, uh, earnings. You know, now as you know, Snap's been fairly well treated in the marketplace, which, which well after I, after a face plant. Yeah, they had. Yeah, and you know. I guess we all – some of us should – It depends on your filter to, to, to be yeah. funny about it. Yeah, I mean I'm not sure 17 was my uh, was my buy price, uh, but I knew that – you know, they're jazzed up in the old way, right? They're an example of an old internet, you know, hot company with tons of people. Cars.com is Losing example. boatloads of money. Absolutely. Yeah. Good old-fashioned internet company versus Cars.com is actually a real company with multiple products, with multiple lines of revenue. I mean, they're doing $100 million in advertising a year from Detroit, and they weren't doing $10 million seven or eight years ago. So, And there's still a lot more to go. There's still a lot more money. There's billions of dollars still in internet advertising, in advertising for autos to be uh, directed towards the internet. Uh, is is there any regional uh, uh, strengths of this business, places where they do, they do better than others? Yeah, that's a great question. I would love to know if the profit margin is stronger in some markets than others. You know, at one time it was a function of your ability to get good data. Right. Now everybody can get good data when they go in and uh, and uh, and negotiate over the car price. So I think the guys doing the best in the auto industry are the guys selling the cars and fixing the cars. Yeah, yeah, interesting. Uh, you're in L.A. What are you yes, driving? I, I drive something called a Lyft. Nice. Are you car free? I own two cars. Right. And I drive hardly either of them. Work in the back seat. Uh, and you know, a lot of people who are, who are, uh, riding with Lyft and Uber have told us, about 30% of them have told us that they're going to delay the purchase of their next car. So there is going to be a point in time here where we go down from 17 million new cars to a smaller number because of Uber and Lyft. Well, it looks like it's happening this year. I don't know if it's because of Uber and Lyft, but interesting stuff. And maybe that's another reason cars.com wants to get out now, get what they're getting. It's good. Uh, uh, great stuff. As always, Mike Forhouse, uh, president of Magnet Advisors, uh, visiting us here in my San Francisco studio from Los Angeles. Glad to have you. Listen to Bloomberg Markets on Bloomberg Radio. 
This is Bloomberg.